You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. first uh actually women's midweek in london <laughs> back in london and um i just want to start off with a prayer all right so if we can bow our heads and pray uh god thank you so much for today thank you so much for all the ups and downs and all the rounds that have happened today god you believed in us for a new day of life and i pray that we learn from the mistakes that we made today and i pray that the victories we we um achieve today that we carry on to the next day god i pray that all the women in this room today will still will stay faithful to the end i pray that i can see them 10 years 15 years from now and they have dentures and, and having to take out dentures from their from their teeth and put it down and say oh man that was uncomfortable okay now i can preach the word more effectively um God, I just pray that this time that you just really speak through me powerfully. You speak through MJ powerfully and effectively, God. I pray that you get all the glory. You put us aside and that there's not no even residue of, of me or MJ, Father God. It's just you speaking. I pray that um, this, this time can just be all glory to you, God. I pray that we take the lessons that we need to take. I pray that um, it will be a lifetime of change, not just a momentary of feeling. And, um, yeah, so thank you so much for this time to pray to you. Thank you so much for Women's Midweek. We could do, be doing so many other things, but we're here. Um, I pray that we gain an eagerness and um, just a deep understanding as well that this is the most important meeting that we can have anywhere else in the world, God. Um, thank you so much for this time to pray to you, and it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Alright, so today I am going to be speaking about Bold Surrender. That's my title. And I don't have too much time, so we're just going to jump right into it, alright? So my first point is to is to be free or not to be free. And um, I want to, I was like, okay, surrender. What does surrender really mean? Um, the definition for surrender is to yield something to a possession or power of another. In Greek, it is called epidemi, to give over, give away. Surrender, it's to love God more than anything in the world. Is that our heart? Surrender is painful. It's something you don't want to give up. It is, it's surrender that we discover grace. It's through surrender that we discover grace. It's surrender that we see just how deep God's love is. Um, let's turn to a passage in the Bible that talks about surrender more deeply. And so we can gain deep convictions to be surrendered women of God. It's going to be in Genesis chapter 22. Awesome. And with this, we're going to be talking about Abraham and his son Isaac. And how much... He had to surrender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, let's get started here. It says, sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love. 
How many people have kids in here? What if God told? What if God said that to you? You know. <laughs> and his son name is Isaac. And and go to the region of um, Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. We just pause there. That's deep. I know I don't have children. And I know when I do have children, I wouldn't be able to say I would be able to do that. And not only Isaac was willing to do this, it said the next day he got up. Early in the morning. He was able to be surrendered to sacrificing his only son. If we skip down verse 6, it says, Abraham took the wood from the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, the fire and the wood are here. Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. So here you see um, that Isaac, he was like, okay, I'm going to go up to where my father's telling me to go up and we're going to sacrifice for God. But I see everything except the thing that we're supposed to sacrifice, the lamb. What's going on? Um, and his father is like, God will provide. Yeah. In our life, ladies, we have to ask ourselves, do we believe that God will provide? Mm-hmm. Whether it's financial issues, mm-hmm. whether it's relationship, why get that boyfriend? For me, will I be married? You know, even though I'm engaged, doesn't mean I'm married. Right. Will I be married? You know, what is it in your life that you're not completely surrendered by, that you don't completely believe that um, God will come through for you? So let's keep that in mind. Let's keep going. Let's jump down to verse 10. It says, Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called down to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on that boy, on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know you fear God. Because you have not withheld from me your son, your Mm -hmm. only son. Mm -hmm. Do we fear God? Mm -hmm. It goes on in verse 14. So Abraham called, called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day, it is said on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Mm -hmm. Going on in verse uh, 15, it says, The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make you a descendant as numerous as the stars of uh, stars in the sky and of the sand of the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities and their enemies 
and through and their enemies and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me isn't that powerful wow okay so it shows he was surrendered you know to the point where he woke up early in the morning he was surrendered to the point where like you know god's going to provide the sacrifice you know, and if he doesn't, he doesn't. But God still has my back. He was surrendered to where, um, to the point where he was about to actually give action and not just words. Yes, I'll do it, Lord. But he gave action, you know, and he was about to do it. But then God said, don't lay hands on him. Right. What is God testing you with? I'll tell you for me. God tested me with coming here. London isn't wasn't always on my heart. Yes, it's a beautiful, great city. I love the Londoners. <laughs> However, I'm from California. My plan was to go to Jamaica and evangelize. <laughs> yes, I have some family there, and I wanted to evangelize Jamaica, you know, and drink pina coladas, be on the beach, you know, and evangelize there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, however... God had different plans, you know, and I started dating a European named Samuel Ajay. And so I'm like, man, okay, now I have to pray that uh, God's going to make it clear that I should go to Europe. So I can't go just for a man, because if things fail, I'd want to run back. I have to know from God that I'm called. So I prayed, I fasted, I waited until the end of the fast. Um, I fasted for a day, and my 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 fast was like, okay, if I don't feel if I don't feel at peace by the end of my fast, then I'm not called to go. God, you're not calling me specifically to go. If at the end of my fast I feel completely at peace, okay, I'm called to go. So the whole entire day I was at peace. I was like, no, 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 God's not calling me. Oh my goodness, no, no, no. And literally, it sounds crazy, but at the end of the fast. I, uh, just peace came over me. Amen. Complete peace. I was like, oh, well, that's that. <laughs> there it is. Amen, God. Here I am, send me. Amen. So God made it clear that I was called, not from a man, but from him. <laughs> and so that meant, if, you know, if things weren't to work out with Samuel and I, that I'm still going to be there. He's just going to be uncomfortable because I'm here to seek and save <laughs> as many women as possible for God, right? <laughs> And he's just going to have to deal with it. Because there's women in Europe that, for some reason, this California girl, who's a bit crazy and out there, has to reach out. And that they're like, you know what? Yeah. I, I want to see God. Yeah. That only I can reach out to them. Yeah. And so I got surrendered. And then um, I raised the money, the funds. I raised over $10,000 wow. um, to have saved in my bank, plus the airfare, plus the visa, plus, you know, I had to maintain my life in America. So I gave up my where I was living, gave up my two jobs, and I flew out, I, um, I flew out here. Mm-hmm. And when I got to the, um, the airport, they put me in immigration jail. <laughs> First, it was a holding cell for 11 hours. And then they put me, finally, when they denied me, they put me in immigration jail, and I had to spend the night. Now I was the only woman, and there's 28 other people, and they're all from different countries other than America. I was the only American woman there. Wow. When I got sent back, I had no job, um, I had no place to live, and I had barely any money because they're using all of my money. Wow. <laughs> and so I came back just broken. I'm like, God. I feel like a fool. I thought you called me to go to Europe. I thought you made it crystal clear. What is going on? 
So I had to wrestle, and then Michael Williamson, they're like, okay, they're like, okay, sis, we believe you'll get in this time. This time, you know, we have faith. I'm like, okay, amen. I'll be surrendered. I don't want to. But it was hard. I'm like, at times I thought, why can't he come here? Why is it making? Why is he making it hard for me? My my um, boyfriend at the time. I'm like, I don't understand. God, like I tried. I physically couldn't get into the country. You know, so it was a big wrestle in my mind. I was unsurrendered, and it hindered me. But when I got surrendered. Um, God bless, God bless. I got a great job just like this to be able to resave up the money and then some. And when I flew back the second time, I had a approved visa, so they couldn't say anything. <laughs> and so you see, um, I just want to ask ladies, like again, what are we not surrendered with in our life? Are we not surrendered with? That we have to share after we work a nine to five or nine to six or even, mm. I don't know, 70 hours a week. Mm. And then we have to go sharing and we have to go to Bible studies. Mm. You know, are we unsurrendered to do all of that in order to win souls? Mm. Are we unsurrendered to work a couple hours during the week or get creative to win our missions? Mm. Um, and then some to help another sister who's struggling. Mm. So just really think, like, my encouragement to you is to... Um, is to see, is to, is to like look at your life and um, to get surrendered. I encourage you to pray and to fast. Yeah. Do the basics. Have great quiet times, great prayer life, and fast. Yeah. Yeah. God will help you with that surrendered heart. So um, that's my lesson. That's my practical, and I hope you ladies enjoyed. <laughs> There. Mm-hmm. Aww. Good evening, Aww, come on, Nay. Thank you so much for just opening up. Um, I'm also talking about surrender. Mm-hmm. So that's the theme of the night. And I'm just going to go straight into my two points. Um, my first point um, is a surrendered heart is a heart that God controls. So a surrendered heart is a heart that God controls. And you know, we think about surrender. Honestly, I think that's probably one of the hardest and craziest things to do as a Christian, you know, um, because, um, well, we get, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but, you know, following on from what Naomi said, like, that is the message of tonight. Like, God wants you, each and every single one of us, to surrender. And I love one of the definitions um, Biblically, which which means relinquishing control and you're entrusting yourself to someone else. When you relinquish, you let go, you know, uh, which is hard. And I think we're all women here. um, And I like to think of women in the Bible who had to surrender at some point in their life. So I think about Mary, the mother of Jesus, you know, who had to surrender, who got surrendered to God's plan as a teenager. Um, She was a virgin teenager and she was willing to say, okay, Lord, let it be done. Let your will be done. I think about Esther, um, who was also surrendered to the position she was in, she was put in um, to be the woman to save um, her nation, her people. See what she was surrendered. If she hadn't surrendered, her people would have died, and yeah. so would she. Um, and I think about Sarah um, in the Old Testament who submitted um, and surrendered to her husband in everything. Yeah. You know, and the Bible quotes her in the New Testament and says, you know, if we have that same trust, we are her daughters. So she's really highly lifted up, you know. 
And when you think about all these women, you know, what do you think, what do these women have in common? What do you think is one deep thing that they have in common? Leanne? They trust. Yeah, they trust. Anything else? Anyone else? Yeah, they were close to God. Yeah. They were all called to serve a particular purpose. Yeah, exactly. You're all correct. They're all correct. And I believe they all had an example of, an un, of having an unconditional self-denial. Yeah. So without condition. Um, and it brings me to this scripture, uh, which most of us know in Luke 9, verse 23 to 26. So Luke 9, verse 23 to 26, it says... And then Jesus said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. So most of us know this scripture um, from the discipleship study. And who is the scripture for? Who is Jesus talking to? Everyone, Everyone exactly. Um, do you think this scripture is just for those women who are studying the Bible? No. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Do you think this scripture is just for baby Christians? No. no. Or do you think this scripture is just for people who have been in the faith for 20 plus years? No. Nope. <laughs> the scripture is for us, yeah. you know. And, you know, I have to admit, sometimes, you know, I can forget that this scripture is for me as well. Yeah. Like, you know, because we get so used to yeah. preaching it to people, yeah. we forget to practice it in our yeah. own lives. Yeah. We think, well, we're a disciple, we're saved already, so we're good. But okay. Jesus said, anyone. Yeah. Um, and I love, I really, um, I heard this quote. Um, that says the reason why many are still troubled and still seeking, still still making little progress, sorry, is because they haven't yet come to the end of themselves. Wow. They're still trying to give orders and interfering with God's work within them. Mm. So it's like um, like we struggle <laughs> when we don't yeah. surrender, yeah. you know. And I think about. Um, uh, the words of Jesus and you know he says it's a must so it's conditional yeah. we must deny ourselves like there's no negotiating in the Bible uh, I honestly have to ask myself wow do I deny myself mm-hmm. like yeah I denied myself like nine years ago when I was baptized but like is this my is this my life mm-hmm. and sisters I want you to ask yourself the same question do you live a life of denial mm-hmm. as a disciple mm-hmm. um, or are you to hung up in your pride, religious pride, that we can get as disciples when you think you don't really need to do much. You know what? And what does it feel like to enter this type of um, surrender, this commitment? Mm-hmm. It feels like death, <laughs> you know, because that's why Jesus says, you know, um, whosoever loses his life here for me will save it. Wow. So it doesn't feel good, <laughs> you know, and we, um, we get surrendered in many different ways and we have to deny ourselves in many different ways. Um, I've often heard, I know um, we fast a lot um, just as a church, you know, and I, I don't know if you've heard people say this, but I've often heard people say, well, I don't like fasting, you know, but you think, wow, like fasting wasn't, wasn't like created for us to like. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's like, you know, so you just state the obvious, but it's like, it's, you know, it's a form of worship. You petition God. Of course you don't like it. If you like fasting, then you're probably not fasting the way you should. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, you know, we're not supposed to. Um, and so, like, I think about, um, honestly, I think about some of the sisters in this room, about what surrender looks like. Um, I think about a sister who's willing to be in a cross study the night before she has her exam. I think about Miriam. Come on, uh, <laughs> I think about the sister who's um, willing to, to step out of her comfort and go to a country that's not her own, doesn't speak the language, didn't choose to go, but was called to go on a mission team to a country that's not her own. I think about Natasha. Um, I think about a sister that's willing to fast for 24 hours despite having medical problems and despite having children. It's hard to fast when you have children because you have to make food for them. You know, I think about Eugenie because she did that. For 24 hours, no food. That's hard, you know. It's, it's, it's okay when you're younger and, you know, you don't have any other mouth to feed but your own and your husband's. Um, but that's, that's surrender. That's dying to yourself, you know. And I think about um, the sister who doesn't use um, her health or her disability as an excuse not to seek God. I think about my mother-in-law, Mama Sue. I love her very much. Um, Honestly, for me, surrender is letting go of my own will. Because, um, like, becoming a disciple has been like a tornado, you know. Um, And I've really had to let go of my family. Because for those that, well, as most of you know, like I, my family are very tough Africans, <laughs> you know, that want their own way. And being the youngest in an African family where you don't really have a voice, you do as you're told, um, and if you don't, you're seen as a rebel, like there's a lot of pressure. And in my um, nature, I want to people please them um, and put them above God. And so for, surrender for me is allowing God to just like take them away. And, and, and keep them at a distance where it doesn't compromise my, uh, my relationship with God. And that's so hard because, you know, we all have family. Family is dear to us, you know. Um, but then I think about Jesus and I think about what he did. You know, he surrendered his life. Um, and so if it means, um, like, tasting a little bit of death, which is not really death, to glorify him, of course I can surrender um, but sisters, I want to, um, I really want to ask you, like, do you have, um, do you have plans? Who has plans here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like very ambitious. Yes, we all have plans. Of course we all have plans. Uh, we have kingdom dreams for sure. We have things that we want to do career-wise. But you know what? Um, I really appreciate the question Naomi asked earlier, like, what is it that you are not willing to surrender? Because I think it's easy to surrender to God's will when it's in your kind of plan, yeah. you know, something, it's easier. It's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'll go to, I'll, I'll go here because it's, it's just, you, can, you know in yourself when it's not really um, self when it's not really a denial. But what plans do you have that you know in your heart you are not prepared to let go? You know, um, again, when you think about surrender, 
when Jesus, going back to Luke 9, when Jesus talks about, um, talks about denying, denying self, so literally putting um, God's word or God's will above your feelings. Um, a question, I, a deep question I do want to ask sisters is, you know, do we, do we really do this? Do we love each other deeply to deny ourselves with one another? Mm-hmm. What do I mean by that? When you see a sister in need and you're, you can help, are you there? Are you willing to surrender your own will and help? Um, or if, if you're called to go somewhere, but you really don't want to go to, you know, but you're needed to go, like, are you willing to help? Are you willing to disciple a sister that, you know, irritates you, you know, to really help her um, be more Christ-like? Um, are you willing to um, just surrender? Because, again, I think I go back to the women um, that I spoke about in the beginning and I really believe if they if they didn't have the heart to surrender, like they wouldn't have, like they wouldn't have been a part of God's plan, God's uh, God's will. They wouldn't have been instruments. And I think about us all here, you know, like each and every single one of you is is a precious soul, you know, um, that Jesus died for, you know, and, and God has great plans for each and every single one of us. Um, and I really believe that. If we master the heart of surrender, and in, a, in my next point, I'll just go through some practicals. Like, we will honestly, like, do crazy, like, we will blow out building God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have read the Good News email, yeah. but there's so much in there. But yeah. one of the stories that um, Naomi and I were talking about today was uh, the New Delhi Church, um, in particular their teen ministry, um, that had 38, That I think they have 38 teens. Yes. That's more than some regions <laughs> of just teens. That's amazing. But the reason, in one year, but the reason they, um, they got to that stage was because people died to their dreams. People were willing to give up their own Comfort, yeah. you know, and it's amazing. There's a lot of work that goes into building God's kingdom, um, yeah. and we shouldn't expect God to move um, if our hearts are not surrendered to Him at all. Because sometimes we can get frustrated, like, "Well, we're doing X, Y, and Z. Like, why isn't anything happening?" You know, the first person you should look at, look at yourself. You know, I I have to ask myself that all the time. This message is not just for you; it's for me as well. Like, okay, where am I at? Am I dying to myself every day before I call someone else to do the same? Because that's how God moves. Um, and so, sis, sisters, um, I think to, to help our hearts, sometimes we may not even, we may not know uh, when we are surrendered or when we're not surrendered. Sometimes we may feel in a place where we're not really in touch with what we feel. Uh, just get open and pray. Prayer reveals the heart. And I appreciate um, David's prayer in Psalm 139 where he says, you know, Lord, like reveal to me, like search my heart and show me my anxious ways. Uh, because I really believe through doing this, we will uh, we will really change um, we will change London. Yeah. And a scripture that really moved me and convicted me actually is a, is a scripture in Isaiah forty five. But I will just read Isaiah forty five from verse nine to ten. And I'll read this quickly. It says, "Woe to those who quarrel with their Maker; those who are nothing but potsherds among." the potsherds on the ground does the clay say to the potter what are you making does your work say 
Does your work say the potter has no hands? Verse 10, woe to the one who says to a father, what have you begotten? Or to a mother, what have you brought to birth? So this, um, in a way, it's, it's kind of, um, there's a little bit of humor here because you think it's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like you wouldn't, like a, a child wouldn't um, come out of its mom's belly and say, hey, <laughs> why did you birth me? You know, it's like ridiculous. But it's like the Bible is saying like, woe to us if we argue with God or we fight with him. And it, 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 and it gets personal um, when it talks about, uh, again, the child saying, what have you begotten? Like, what have you made? Why did you make me like this? You know, Lord, why did you make me into this nationality or into this person, this height, this, you know, whatever? We just question who we are in Christ. And we, uh, we don't agree. We disagree with the identity God has given us in him. Um, and this is how we can be. We can quarrel with God when we refuse to surrender. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I had to fight that a lot, especially when, um, uh, well, when, when moving to Birmingham and coming back to London. Because at the time, I didn't want to do either, <laughs> you know. Um, but my heart, like, wow, once you get your heart behind God, whoa, you're, like, it's, it doesn't even feel like surrender anymore because you're in line with God's will, you know. I love being in East London. <laughs> I love it. I love the East women. I love the East men. East London is, you know, <laughs> somewhat ghetto, but I love it. <laughs> I just love it. Um, but we, we, can, uh, we can really just fight authority. So I just encourage you, sisters, in whatever area God is, God may be calling you or pulling you, don't fight. <laughs> and you know in your heart when you're fighting. <laughs> you, you just know when there's a tug. You know, when you're called to do something and you feel funny and you move your shoulders some kind of way. <laughs> so, like, just don't fight. Trust God. Um, and my second point, really, is just a practical uh, my second point is the journey to surrender. So I'm just going to put down a list of bullet points and scriptures that you can go over. So number one, trust God. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. You know, God needs to be your anchor and your security. Number two, let go of worry. Luke 12, 26, 25 to 26. Number three, let go of the past. Isaiah 43, 19 to 18. Your Bible talks, talks there about just forgetting the former things of the past. Number four, be patient with God. Isaiah 14, verse 31. And a side point is just trust his timing. Number five, um, obey. <laughs> That's like, the second to last step. And before I read um, the very last thing, I want to share a post actually that a sister posted. Um, And it reads, she posted this on Facebook uh, recently. And it reads, I've never felt more physically or emotionally drained since becoming a mom of two. Come on. This house is always a mess. I'm continuously washing clothes, folding clothes, changing nappies. Wiping bums, (laughs) and the list goes on. Although there are challenging times, I've learned to always try and find joy in the mundane activities. I have learned to enjoy them and not try to escape them. I have now faced the fact that I'm always going to feel overwhelmed and stressed. However, 
Now I know I can't do it alone. Amen. God has given me this incredible role and knows exactly what I can and can't handle. God has provided me with the strength and the ability to grow and and mature so that I can be the mother he intended me to be. It's been three months since my little Milo was born. (laughs) Um, And only now, just now, I feel like I've got this. Yeah. And that's a Tracy. <laughs> that's from my sister Tracy. Um, and I love that. Uh, and my last, my last step was, is when you're surrendered, you're content. Yeah. And you need the secret. The secret is in Philippians 4.13. You can only truly surrender when you walk with God. Because that scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I put it as the last point in the set, but really and truly, that's the foundation. So sisters, I just challenge you, like, again, if you're struggling in any area to get surrendered, whatever it is, missions, um, just discipleship, like, whatever, sharing, evangelism, whatever the case may be, like, we're human, we're emotional, we have feelings, just get open um, with your disciple or close friend, um, and just trust God, walk in the light, and to God be the glory. We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H.org.uk. And for all other updates and information, whether it's services, events, or devotionals you can find all that on our website also once again we'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one